Autobots transform. Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. Choo choo. <laughs> Today is episode two of season three of Transformers Prime Beast Hunters. It is scattered. And the last time on Transformers Prime, the Autobots were scattered about North America and Optimus. Wait, is that pie? Yeah, yeah. My mum baked us pie, man. Huh. Anyway, uh, Optimus was near death in a cavern deep underground. And if that wasn't enough, Shockwave is back. Yep, he's here and they're all surprised he's alive. So it's flashback time. Yeah, he gives a, a recap of the end of Out of the Past, where he gets shot in the face by RC. And then explains that he woke up wounded and alone, healed him. And blind. Oh, blinded, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which was a neat shot, him laying on the ground with his eyepiece all cracked and smashed yeah. uh but he healed himself and then resumed his experiments and at eventually picked up the signal that was the omega lock um and drove to it so we get to see his vehicle mode yeah which he's is, like this tank thing yeah it's kind of cool and um that's where he encountered knockout and yada 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 got through the space bridge and now he's back but he looks like right at Starscream is like, but I want to know why I was left for scrap. Yep. Just starts walking towards Starscream and we get her opening. And uh, when we come back, Starscream's like, dude, uh, the place was coming down. You went into the space bridge. We didn't see it come back out. So we left. I like that Shockwave just says that explanation is logical. Yeah. And he's a Vulcan now, I guess. Yeah, but- <laughs> totally. Totally. He's an, he's like angry libertarian Vulcan. Yes. But yeah, it's fair. So yeah, Starscream welcomes him as uh, as Megatron's first lieutenant. I welcome you, and then Megatron's like, "Yeah, I should tell you about the chain of command." Now, Starscream, there is a brief bit where Starscream's like, "You know, just so you know, I totally killed Cliffjump and got revenge for you because I'm fucking awesome." And even Knockout's like, "Dude, dude, calm down." Yes. Uh, but yeah, Megatron, Megatron's uh, gives the new orders that Starscream is going to remain. Basically, first, there's two first lieutenants, which I'm sure is an oxymoron, but uh, Starscream is going to be in charge of military operations. Soundwave, Shockwave, fucking Christ, <laughs> Shockwave will, uh, Smoke Fart will um, <laughs> be in charge of all scientific research. Yeah, all the scientific stuff. And meanwhile, uh, with Jack and RC, they're just still driving along. And she asks if he's getting hungry because there's a town coming up ahead. And, uh, be funny if he said, well, I don't eat towns, but thanks wah, anyway. But wah. all right, anyway, he's running out of cash. So, yeah, uh, no, he, he can't afford to stop for lunch. So they pull over. RC says, OK, I'm going to pull over into this town. And there's a, it's, a, it's actually a well-populated town with a lot of people walking around and interacting. No, it's not. It's an abandoned nope. farm. It's a farm and there's corn growing there. So I guess he could try eating that if he wants. <laughs> but, yeah, she says she needs to stretch a bit. So she transforms and she does stretch and uh, kind of a neat shot here them silhouetted against the sunset by the way it's yeah cool. it is because uh, where jack's holding the helmet under his arm too and it's like and jack's worried you know we might be the the last two of team prime left we've been scattered to the winds and he's like there must be other autobots out there that can help and she says well they are but just like team prime they were scattered to the winds yeah she picks up a bit of dust and lets it go it, it is yeah. a great shot there's a couple good visuals there um but she says what we need to focus on right now is getting back to jasper and to team prime yep and meanwhile also probably on their way to jasper raf is in bumblebee looking at the conspiracy nut website on his laptop in a moving vehicle look you have to be accessing the internet anyway it could, he finds it could this- have like a cellular you know, it could be running on cellular. 
Maybe it has some sort of cellular data in it. That I'll buy. But again, it's like 2007, and this is a 12-year-old kid. He doesn't have that. In 2007, that was a, a high-end thing to have on a laptop, if they even had it. Well, my, my whole thing was that the Decepticons would be picking up that signal, right? Like, That's a good anyway. point. I didn't even think of that. Anyway, yeah, he they find finds a picture this of ratchet. grainy black and white picture of Ratchet walking across the road. And it's like the picture of Bigfoot, like Mitch Hedberg's thing. Like, totally. I think Bigfoot is blurry. And like, it's not the cameraman's fault. Uh, so <laughs> as he finds it, so does Starscream. And Starscream's like, oh, I'm so glad I'm going to show it to Megatron. Because uh, Megatron's just aw- awing and fawning over um, Shockwave. Yeah. So... Uh, he says, okay, he's going to go report it to Megatron just as Raph replaces it with <laughs> yes. something. I wonder what it could be. Uh, he pull, We'll just take that out of there and we'll replace it with this. And uh, just as Megatron or Starstream's like, Megatron, come look at this. And it's the fucking tap dancing monkey. Yeah, which is like, he anyway, there's... And even Knockout's like, ha <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ha! Like, did he like catches himself and like stands at attention? <laughs> I, Dear listener, you know I hate the fucking dancing monkey gif. It's just, it's a stupid storyline idea anyway um megatron says to starscream something effective you know you should be more like shockwave he 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 knows when to keep his fucking mouth shut <laughs> yes keep things to yourself and then uh shockwave points out like look the autobot prisoner you guys have would be a way better source of information why don't we you know go see him and starscream's like dude i've been working him over for days he doesn't know anything he would have told me and Shockwave says, well, what about this cortical psychic patch, which, I mean, we all know Shock, uh, fucking Starscream knows how to use, but I'll do it better. Yeah, he invented it, so he, you know, gets paid every time he brings it up on the show. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, we go to Miko and Bulkhead. They're sitting on a hillside watching a road. This is where Jackie's going to show up, except he doesn't show up. Yep. And uh, back with Shockwave, Wheeljack is like, all right, man, go ahead. Fucking do it. Like, I can take this. And Shockwave's like, let me assure you, you cannot. But he can. He yes. does, apparently, because <laughs> he's just fine. And then uh, we have a little... Because um, immediately he's in front of Megatron. Yeah, he he could take it after all, and we didn't learn shit. It's like... <laughs> So there's a meeting of the minds on top of the uh, the dark tower, not the dark tower, what dark mount, um, and uh, Starscream. Basically, his his view is: look, we didn't get anything out of him, so let's kill him. Yep, let's all head down there now with the blindfold and cigarette. Commercial break. And when we come back, two vehicons have Wheeljack at like the edge of this plank, standing over a big, <laughs> big pool of molten steel, I guess. They yeah. call it the foundry, so I'm guessing it's molten steel. Yeah, they're going to make him walk the plank. And uh, he asks, uh, all right, where's Starscream? What, he doesn't have the bearings to do this himself? And like... They keep shoving him, and he asks one of them, hey, are you a flyer? And then I like he this. kicks him over the ledge and jumps in after him. So the flyer transforms in, into a, a ve- his vehicle mode uh, just before he hits the bottom. Uh, Wheeljack lands on top of them, and they both fly away. Yeah, and Wheeljack's just beaten on top of them with both fists, and he steers it straight into a metal beam, like Return of the Jedi kind of shit. That explodes, but he jumps off that onto another Viacon. Yeah, there's three Viacons who give chase, and he basically manipulates a dogfight, like gets yeah. them to shoot at each other, and he'll like yank on the wing to so one of them gets shot in the underbelly, and he takes out two of them doing that, and then jumps lands. He lands on the fourth one after he's taken out those two, and um, cry, rides it right into the ground. Yeah, he literally pulls the nose up at the very last second. It, he jumps off, transforms, and starts driving, and this thing just crashes and explodes. Awesome shot. Very. And Megatron sees it all, and he is pissed at Starscream. Shockwave kind of has this moment of, like, it's not the first time Starscream screwed up and let a 
uh, prisoner get away. <laughs> Sarah seems like, hold on a minute. I wanted him to escape because the old tracking device bit. Ha ha ha. Now, props to Starscream when he was like, I wanted him to escape. I thought there was going to just be another typical Starscream bullshit excuse. But no, he actually did want Wheeljack to escape. Yeah. Kudos. Because when he hooks up with his buddies, the Armada will strike. So then we go to Raph and Bumblebee, who have arrived at the junkyard where Wheeljack was spotted. And they find him pretty easily. He's just sitting there, lights off, engine off. It's Ratchet. Who did I say? Wheeljack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Ratchet. Anyway. Uh, so Raph jumps up to, or runs up to Ratchet, not Wheeljack, and uh, says, hey, Ratchet. And he's like, fuck off. Yeah, they're interrupting his power down. And he's all, oh, we can't defeat Megatron. The war is over and the Autobots lost. Yeah, he's like, and Raph and Bumblebee are, hey, we could go to the Harbinger. Obviously, Starscream had a ground bridge there. Like, we could do some stuff. And Ratchet says, with who? Like, it's us. There's no more Autobots. There's no more relics. We have no energy. John reserves the war is yep. over no leader yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um the, he he's like i'm not gonna fight this fight anymore transforms back into vehicle mode and just <clears throat> fuck off yeah ratchet basically says just let me rust in peace so they leave yeah and back with optimus smokescreen comes in through the wall again he's been looking through the ruins of the base and he can't find anything useful he can't find ratchet's medical kit he, he can't find the fortress holes prime because prime asks about that and then smokescreen yeah it's Tells him it's gone. Then he realizes why Prime would want that. He could repair himself with it. Yeah, so he decides he's going to infiltrate Megatron's fortress to find the Forge of Solus Prime. And then we go back to Miko and Bulkhead waiting for Jackie. I got to say, this is a pretty solid story. They're doing a a regular, like, just a basic good three-beat on everybody's own story. We're going back to them. Like, just when you start thinking, what about Miko and Bulkhead? They go back to Miko and Bulkhead. And they're waiting at this hill. And, um... Then, uh, me, oh, yeah, Miko's sleeping on Bulkhead, which is kind of cute. Yeah. And, uh, I was thinking, shouldn't she be getting hungry by now, too? Like, they mentioned it with Jack, but not with Rapper Miko. Like, has she been eating the flowers in this field or something? But, yeah, and getting, yeah, like, the uh, fucking crazy high. <laughs> yeah. And the sun's coming up, and, uh, Bulkhead hears something approaching, and he stands up, and she just falls over, but <laughs> doesn't really wake up. And he's like, Miko, get up. And she's like, why? Because <laughs> someone's coming. Yeah, yeah, he sees a signal coming, arms his weapon, and then he says, wait a minute, I'd know that engine anywhere. Jackie's back. And it is Wheeljack, and then when Bulkhead hugs him, I thought for a second here, it was the Decepticon spy thing showing Wheeljack from Bulkhead's point of view, and I was thinking, okay, they fucked up there, but shouldn't it be the other way around? But no, it's Miko with her phone up, and she's taking a picture of them. Yeah, and I like that Wheeljack was even fond of her. He's like, hey, kid, how's it going? Like, they, th- this is a good little trifecta, the three of them. Well, yeah, he even says, I guess we're the only three wreckers left. Yeah. So, because uh, yeah, where he made her the honorary wreckers. Like, ah, that was kind of cool. So the Decepticons, of course, hear this, overhear this entire thing because Wheeljack has a tracking device on him and Starscream launches his armada commercial break. Yep. And he says all seekers attack. So I'm guessing, remember how some of these guys were silver last time? We see them again. So I guess the silver ones are the seekers, I guess. Anyway, they they fly out and they land down by the friggin' river and they're going to wait until the signal gets closer. And the signal does start to get closer. They all turn and uh, see a log coming. Oh, and then we see like up on a cliff far, far away, uh, Bulkhead, uh, Jackie and Miko are just hiding and watching. They're watching this and there's this log coming down the river and it's got one of Wheeljack's bombs on it with the tracking thing on it. (laughs) And Jackie sets it off. Kaboom. 
And Megatron is not impressed. No, Starscream just watches all the, the Decepticon symbols disappear off the screen. It's like, ah, he tricked us. And Megatron, yeah, he's not happy. So back with Bulkhead and, and Jackie, uh, Jackie explains, yeah, when I, I figured they would do something, so I just gave a look around, found this tracking device, and here we go. Which then again makes me wonder, how did Smokefart not know there was a key inside of him? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, he's like, yeah, anyway, pulled one off of them. Oh, by the way, I have a bunch of munitions I saved from the jackhammer. Let's go load up. <laughs> yes, so he transforms and drives off and... Bulkhead transforms, Miko gets in, and they go after him. Then we go to the Harbinger, and Bumblebee Which, and Raph are like... I guess is within driving distance of where Ratchet is. Like <laughs> Must be. E- everything is somewhere down in the southwest. Yeah. Just everything. Um, so they, uh, yeah, they're, they're trying to get the power back on in the Harbinger, and it's not going so well. Nope. It's like, and then Ratchet just walks in and is like, all right, that's enough. You're miscalibrating the Energon transducer and fuck this and fuck that. Get out of the way so I can get to work. Yeah. Again, like I was saying earlier, this is a solid episode with good three beats. And this is the third uh, part of their story or the third beat of their story in this episode. And it's great. Even when he came back, I was like, yeah, that's our ratchet grumpy, but part of the team. Well, at at one point, because Raph is standing on the controls to this thing, he just when Ratchet tells him to move, he just kind of stands away from the buttons and looks up at Ratchet and smiles. And Ratchet just glances down at him, looks back up. But then he smiles, too. So it's like, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. play the grumpy old man all you want. But yeah, he, yeah, it's it's like the dad who says we're not getting a fucking cat. And then he's the one petting the cat. <laughs> yeah. um, so Jack and RC are riding along and Jack's talking again how he's, he's really in a mopey mood. Like, oh, it's all my fault, which it totally isn't. There's no reason you would think that. But whatever. Um, and then a spaceship flies over them. Yeah. So RC, well, Jack gets off. RC transforms. She's like, Jack, stay behind me. And this thing's hatch open. And this huge transformer starts walking out. And as it gets closer, RC just puts the guns down. She's like, Jack, you were worried. Well, we, we don't have to worry anymore. Meet Ultra Magnus. Yeah. And she said, uh, hey, Alex Kurtzman again. Uh, and that's right. It's Ultra Magnus. It's a brand new toy. And it's really cool. And it's really new. And it's really cool. And it's really new. Also, it's cool. Hey, is that a pie? Yeah, yeah. My mother baked it for what us. What flavor pie is it? It's apple. Apple pie. Hmm, apple. Everybody loves apple pie. But not as much as they love explosions. No, 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 no. no, no. Come on, just... oh! What the fuck? Uh-oh. Alex exploded your pie. <laughs> Alex Kurtzman, away. It's a lot of apple. Okay. Anyway, All over you know the fucking... T- it's it's uh. Ultra Magnus, and he does look pretty cool. He looks really cool. But then we go back to the Nemesis, and Megatron is... He is pissed off at Starscream. Oh, just letting him have it, yeah. Yeah, and Shockwave's like, actually, I have a much better idea. I than, have a better idea. Yeah. I remember I said that in one of the G1 episodes when he was... While he was in exile, he dusted off an old project he was working on. Yeah, and he opens up this, it looks like a DNA helix on the screen, and it, but it's apparently cybernucleic acid. Yeah, Knockout it, recognizes what it is. He's like, oh, cybernucleic acid. Uh, what are you doing with that? Which is, I, I mean, basically, it's, it's Starscream says, talks about it's too late to grow in something. But he, okay, what I got was this. It's basically the lifeblood of something that you would... It's the liquid you would grow a transformer in? Apparently, yeah, because Starscream's like, we don't have time to grow a new Decepticon in a Petri dish. And Shockwave's like, dude, I already did it. We just need to go pick the thing up. It's on Cybertron in my old lab. 
So on Cybertron in his old lab, he powers everything on. It's all sparky and the lights flicker. And there's this big, uh, like, stasis vat full of this yellow, slimy liquid. Yeah. And a thing. And a thing. Well, it kind of looked like one of those dragon things in the last dungeon of Final Fantasy IV. Remember that? Oh, I was thinking it looked like uh, a a Maximal Megatron when he turns into a dragon. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But, like... You know, aligned continuity version. Anyway, uh, he brings it back to the top of Mount Doom and um, opens up a spaceport and is like, I'm going to introduce you to the ultimate Autobot Hunter. And this thing comes out and it is massive. We don't see what it is, though. We see like how spiky its tail is and how big its claws are. And then just its shadow goes over Megatron and he grins evilly. Remember back in G1 when we had this theory that Wheeljack was secretly this evil, sadistic prick who constantly put humans and other Autobots in danger? Like that time he brought Chip into the room with a meteor about to explode, or the time he got Chip and Spike to use a jackhammer on Skywarp's leg? Well, I'm certain to think that this Wheeljack is the same way, but, I mean, that and the paint job are about the only similarities. Anyway, we saw this before, that time he took Miko along to avenge Bulkhead when he sent her first into a cave full of Decepticons, and today he finds out he's got a Decepticon bug under the hood, but goes to Bulkhead anyway, knowing full well that Miko would probably be there too, and intentionally draws an attack from the Decepticon. Now, admittedly, he got the thing out of him and strapped it to a bomb on a log in the friggin' river, but how did he communicate that plan to Bulkhead and Miko? He couldn't have said anything. The Decepticons would have heard it through the device. What, did did you write it down, draw a picture, sign language, interpretive dance? Actually, the Wreckers probably do have some... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The next episode we're going to review is Prey. If you want to see an evil that you cannot pray away, you can find <laughs> Paul and I on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. He is at P. McPherson one Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever you're listening to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. I guess we're the only three wreckers left.